You're listening to Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity with your host, Dr. Sybil Georgiana. Here we are. Um, I am very grateful that I do have a very special visitor to um, the podcast who is an expert um, in various areas of uh, my passion, uh, which is Nick Johnson. Um, He is uh, the key specialist on helping executives uh, and people in leadership positions and with businesses to break free from executive loneliness. And, um, you know, it's it's basically my passion for uh, serving um, those who run their own business, serving those who are in responsibility and really attending to mental health, even with regards to the sense around loneliness. So I am grateful um, that um, you get to make time and your busy schedule, Nick. So yeah, tell us a little bit who you are and what you do and whatever you would like to share from your personal story. Thank you so much, Sibyl, for inviting me to be part of this conversation. It's great to be here. And indeed, uh, I'm Nick and I'm supporting executives and entrepreneurs these days uh, to come understanding with loneliness and especially to seek help and get well from it and coming out of the isolation. And I was born myself in Sweden. I was educated in Australia. And then I lived and worked the last 20 years in Southeast Asia. And I worked in various management jobs, working myself up to general manager, managing director, basically managing large international firms in Southeast Asia. So that was my corporate career. These days, my life has changed. Uh, Some life-changing events, which we we look into today, changed the path of my life. And I'm now instead running confidential peer groups where we create these safe spaces where the either senior executives or the business owners can sit in a group with like-minded, where they can discuss the work-related challenges and seek help of those. That is so fantastic. And I want to pick your brain where you went to school in Austria. Fun fact, I did just three months of schooling in Austria when I was in the 11th grade in a in a Lutheran uh, boarding school. So uh, I don't know. Where did you go to school? I just want to like, it's like a little sideways. But um, where, if you don't mind, mind me asking, where were you in Australia? That's so beautiful there. Yes, it is beautiful. I went to the Gold Coast, uh, on uh, uh, not, not too far from Brisbane. Then I studied there. That's so fun. Me too. Out of outside of Brisbane. That's very fun. Maybe we went to the same school at the same time. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's put the bookmark there. Okay, but that sounds very engaging how you found your your niche to uh, really get people more comfortable uh and in, in, in a safe place to share about um what, what truly matters to them. So so, you know, as this is a, the podcast on mental wellness and a way to express our voice and create sanity with that. Um, so, yeah. So what what what's one of the things you you could share about these groups and what, what you're observing in those groups? Yeah, I, I would say that first looking at my own journey and um, I thought I was doing the right thing. You know, I set aggressive goals. I achieved my targets. I got the promotions. I impressed the bosses and I did everything that society set us up 
to be successful. And then when I was there at the top and I had the managing director position with a good package and everything else, I felt lonely. I felt isolated. I felt miserable. And that's when I questioned myself, what am I doing here? And at that stage, I had a personal crisis. I resigned from my job. And with that, also came a lot of personal turmoil. I ended up in a divorce and so on. So I had a few years of big challenges. I went through a lot of pain myself during that time. But as I came out of this, I was looking around me and I started basically to asking people, interviewing people and so on. And and what I could hear that was that so many senior executives had a similar feelings. And that they also felt that, you know, they they were almost like slaves to the work. They just worked for the company and they didn't really have a clear purpose in their life. So as I looked into this deeper and deeper and the more I uh, studied the subject, I realized that we need to do something. And, and uh, one of the things I did was to write the book. But the second thing was also to create these safe spaces then. And I'm part now of a network which is called EGN. And you have uh, also the same group in the US, they're called Vistage there with these peer groups, which are there really to help each other to, to discuss. And it's really to practice uh, the vulnerability, to really learn to open up and realize that having some issues and challenges is not a weakness. We can just uh, discuss them together and solve them. So that is a little bit of what I'm doing these days. Yes. So what an what a important um, line of work there. Uh, as I assume that uh, just from that, whether it's with with your own experience or with the work that you're doing, that you do see um, that loneliness does impact the modern business world, and particularly as being able so uh, to work remotely or you know having all those changes to the way how we work. Um, so uh, so even in those in those groups here, what would be um, you know one of the if there is a, a challenge you can extract um, that seems to be that, and it could be even a cultural challenge. It, I mean, it could be any challenge, but what do you feel um, that people are facing that really create that look that creates the loneliness? Yeah. The, the biggest challenge I see, and this goes across the world, across cultures uh, and, and the most common thing, it doesn't matter if you're an executive or if you're a business owner, but it is to, and manage your stakeholders to manage upwards and these days especially with the working from home working online uh, people are really really struggling with this because many times perhaps they have a direct report but then they might have a few dotted lines where they do things and then before they know it they said yes to projects here and there and then they're working around the clock, uh, doing projects and joining global meetings, regional meetings, working across all time zones. And that is a real issue. And then you are, you are in this era where job security is an illusion. So people are also scared of saying no. So the main issue people have now is really how to protect themselves, how to put parameters around themselves and, and in order to not you know, damage their career and to come across as someone who's lazy and who don't want to do the job, but actually being someone here who's looking after their own well-being and physical health and trying to balance their life also to be of service 
for their family. And this can be particularly difficult if it's a, a single mother, for example, working from home with a child. And if she's given, you know, a tight deadlines and multiple projects and tasks, which is outside of the job scope, and she's not able or know how to say no to this, then it's a real issue. And it doesn't have to be only at the junior level. I see this as a really senior level. I can just give you one example. I know one CEO of a big international firm. Uh, he lives and works in Singapore where he's stationed. And uh, he had his mother coming over to visit him, which he was very much looking forward to. This was just coming out of the pandemic and he had not seen her for a few years. And uh, just the night before she was arriving and he was going to go and pick her up at the airport, his boss uh, flew in uh, from another city and had arranged for a company dinner and so on. And he was expected to be there. And he, he was terrified of telling the boss that actually, you know, I need to go and pick up my mom here at the airport, we need to reunite. And uh, he didn't tell uh, the boss, he made arrangements for someone else to pick up the mum, but that broke his heart. And that is the, the dilemma that we're facing at all levels these days. Yes, and I think uh, that is so spot on, especially with accommodating different time zones. Um, and even years ago when I was working for .com, but you know, I got to manage like different databases that were like in different time zones it made you know as you say it's it's really making that work-life balance very very hard uh and the i guess they they, they look at even the internet or the, the online work as a way it diffuses our you know that we really feel we have that power to say no because we're like well if i'm turning this down um you know we don't have that direct feedback that everything will still work and keep going, uh, which we may get if we were in a, in a physical office together. And um, yes, yeah, so, so you know, if we were to heap on top, and, and this is just one of my areas of passion, is, is to help really like to help with cultural issues or cultural um, diversity here. What would be a principle of something from those groups and and from your from your life story where you feel it could encourage us to be welcoming for this cultural challenge but now you know we we would also have to deal with the challenge with that so yeah. what what could inspire yeah so i think uh, i think the the first is you know that many times also today we are in a world where we communicate very fast we don't stop break and pause before we respond we is instant messaging this chat groups and so on and that adds issues especially when it's also different cultures languages different regulations laws we are born with different mindsets and so on so this fast communication while it can be useful and productive it can also be very damaging especially if we link it back to the previous case we discussed when it's about saying no and uh, putting parameters around yourself if you were indeed in the office space and your boss asked you to do something which clearly is not in line what uh, what what you should be doing or capable of doing uh, it would be a very different conversation if you walk into the office of the boss or if you go to the water cooler and meet the boss or ask for going down to the canteen for a coffee to have a chat and you discuss it it will be sold most likely without worries in five ten minutes because the boss didn't know and just delegated a task but now if it is on a chat group and you say sorry no i cannot do that i have something else then then it might start uh, a conflict with your boss and then you're gonna end up feeling isolated sad 
hurt and you have no one to talk about because the boss calendar is back to back in the next three weeks. And then you go home with this and you're lying there sleepless at night and so on. And that is what I see all the time happening across cultures. And also when we're working across the multiple time zones, there's different holidays, festive seasons. I know now that, for example, it's Chinese New Year. Uh, yesterday and this weekend in this part of the world where I am in Asia, while there's companies in America who are setting up, you know, all hands meetings for all the staff on the Monday morning when all the staff are on annual leave and everyone is expected to be there. There's no no one looking into is this actually an annual leave or public holiday in that part of the world. So these are the major issues. And again, it's all linked back to the same topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when uh, you know you advocate for uh, combating the uh, sense of loneliness, what's the best uh, medicine that we can take to um, to attend to that sense? Yeah, so according to me, it's about speaking up then to voice our pain and concern, and to the, the, we as humans love to feel sympathy from other people. And this is something I learned from the world of recovery. You have so many beautiful 12-step recovery programs for everything these days, and it doesn't matter if someone pick up a social media addiction, uh, shopping addiction, uh, alcohol addiction, whatever it is, there's a whole world of people who get support there. Uh, How can people reach you best and learn about your work? Yeah, so I have a website and it's nickjohnson.com. It's N-I-C-K-J-O-N-S-S-O-N.com. And most of my materials are there. Also links to my book, uh, but the book can also be found on Amazon. It's called Executive Loneliness. And for those who have a busy life, uh, it's also available as an audio book now on Audible. That's wonderful. Yes, it is definitely something um, to listen into. And another fun fact about my studies in Germany at the time, that was one of the areas I did research in with clinical you know, implications for um, the experience of loneliness. So, yeah, it's feeling that many places, you know, our time together has come, have come to a beautiful circle here. So thank you so much for your time and uh, for your service to others and to the greater community and um, for being here and sharing with our listeners. I really appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on Your Mental Wellness Podcast for your voice and sanity. Make sure to check out our show notes. Visit our website, www.toolsforvitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show. We would appreciate it if you would tell a friend about the podcast.